Today is June 24th, and the Yankees have won a series against the Royals. They lost the first game. They won the next two. We're going to talk all about it. I promise you we will. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks presented by DraftKings. My name's Jimmy, his name is Jake, and producer BBD is in the corner. The Yankees have taken two out of three from the Kansas City Royals, which is a good thing and we're happy about it. And this episode is brought to you by our two most recent patrons, Jay Rodriguez and Jeff Carlson. We did them last episode. Double up. Jay, Jeff, Jimmy, Jake. Remember, I did four Js. How are you doing, Jake? JJD for BBD. I'm doing well. Jimmy, Zach, BBD, everyone in the chat. Okay. Couple wins. We've been waiting for some wins. The come from behind Yanks are out and about. We have some exciting Things going on in the lineup. Gary Sanchez. Holy smokes. Might hear about him a little bit. Let's be honest for a second. We had a lot of good stuff happening. This team is fighting, which is, I mean, at the end of games, if you feel like you're always in a game, that is a sign of a good team. We just need a lot of other stuff to happen around that. Some things are happening. And let's all be honest with each other from the start. We're going to have a lot of fun covering this series. I've got jokes prepared. For the Red Sox series? This series. See? That's what I'm talking about. If we play the Red Sox this weekend and it all goes in the turlet. Sitting on turlet. Not flush. Then it's all going to be for not. So, hey. let's. Not. We needed to. Jim, I've got a fantastic comparison I just stumbled into. I'm interested in the fantastic comparison that you just stumbled into. This is like a golf tournament. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. So we... Four rounds in a golf tournament. We've only played two rounds right now. First round of the golf tournament, we played pretty bad. We landed with like a 76. It's kind of questionable. Are we going to make the cut line? Like what's going on? We're really struggling. We're not hitting shots. It could have been worse than a 76. If that ball went in the water on 11, what would we be talking about? Second round, we have a nice little bounce back. The front nine was tough. We, we looked like ourselves on the back nine for the most part. So we made the cut. This weekend, we're finding out if we're making a tournament of it. Because I know it sounds dramatic. It's a long season. I think you're off. If we look bad at Boston, that's going to derail the rest of the tournament. We're still in day two. Mm -mm. Because obviously... Day two ended. Day three would be after the trade deadline to the postseason, and day four would, would be the postseason. Right. We're already... You can't sell with this team. 
There's too much money. Yeah, but they're it's not over. in day three yet. That's like it's day that's three. the pennant race. Is day three, and then you make it to the show, and then day four is the postseason. Mm. Yeah, it's my it's my golf analogy. You can have your own. Okay, and mine Everyone likes mine. And mine, the postseason is day four because that's when you determine who wins. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even do the final day. The final day, you just got to win it all. So yeah, that's lumped into mine. So you have day some three days are more important huge. than others, Jimmy. Day I mean, what? This huge. is why you got to pay attention when I say it. Uh, thank you to Mashup Math for keeping track on Twitter for me. What up? Um, when they had twenty-five games to go for the All-Star Game, I said, you know, in order to believe in the team, to really go out and get the best players to help the team, I would needed them to. Uh, have a 16 or Jake said 16 and 9 record. I said 17 and 8. Um they have been 7 and 2 in the first 9 games. So Jake, you need them to go 9 and 7 the rest of the way. I need them to go 10 and 6 the rest of the way. Thank Let's you to go. Mash Up Math for keeping track of the math for us. Let's go math. Yeah. Math pod. Obviously, uh some groundskeeping. Yes. Luke Voigt comes back yeah, and sure he did. will be a big part of the show moving forward. Um Sevy, any updates on Sevy? I don't know if was there anything official? Joe's kind of bumped us and said good things about Sevy. I don't know if it was a report. I saw or... a video of him like sprinting in the outfield. Okay. So it's, I would assume everything's going as well as it can. When are Severino and Kluber having games of catch together? And wondering what each other's. I think Sevy's going to be ahead of Kluber now. Yeah, Sevy. I just watched the video of him sprinting. He's running there, so the quad must be good. Um, okay. He's groin, right? Groin. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Kluber, no real update. Uh, Darren O'Day, we got an update yeah. on him. And Wilson, <laughs> both rehabbing. I mean, what's that even about? What do you mean? How do you mean about it? See rehabbing for a trade or like how could he, how could he how could he rehab and build up so much enough trust? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna it, the Justin Wilson roadmap. I'm obviously I'm chopping it up with you. The Justin Wilson roadmap is a wild one, especially the first time this episode we mention Nestor Cortez Jr. Oh, wow. The Hialeah kid shoving in the bull. Another, like, little note that, you know, I think is going around, like, Yankees Twitter, Yankees Reddit or whatever, and so if you're not on those places and you want to know, they the their best minor league hitter right now is a shortstop, and they moved him to center field the last couple games. He's a lefty. He's hot as hell. His name is uh, Hoi Jun Park. He's from Korea. He signed with the Yankees when he was 18. He's been in the system for, like, seven years. He's kicking ass at AAA right now. So if they if they don't make the if they want to up upgrade center field from within until July 11th, maybe they're fast tracking him for that, and just to give him a splash, uh, especially if there's another injury or something. Um, so that's just a little something that's going on. Yeah, it's uh it's a good to know if you need to know about it. They gave him a taster reel in the stadium today. Um, I was duped on that once before, so never again. So I'm rooting for him. Uh, we'll see if we see him in the Bronx. Hoy June Park is how they said it in that taster reel. Yeah, his number since being promoted to triple air. Crazy. 
373 yeah. batting average, 525 on base percentage. He does that in the show. He's Hall of Famer. For over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, anything else to take care of before we go into the burns? Any other housekeeping? I don't I don't think so. Yeah, everyone's kind of the offense is healthy right now. Kind of, yeah. Aaron Hicks was at the Suns game they won. Really? Yeah. Oh. He was there with his significant other uh Cheyenne Woods. And cool. he had the he had the arm arm cast going. Oh man, that's sad. It's all right. He looked like he was fine. Okay. I like that. It was a good game. Did he have nice tickets? Uh it looked like a sweet. Looked like oh, sweet level. Yeah. I was picturing him courtside. I think, you know, in the NBA world, I feel like there's not a good middle area. So probably if courtside wasn't an option. And he's got the hurt arm too, so you know. The sweet's the safer bet there. Okay. I like it. I Googled Aaron Hicks sons. Okay. And a picture of him and his his two his, his kids. Boys came up. Yeah. Interesting. Because the caption says Aaron Hicks and his kids are enjoying the sun. Mm. It's not even a sun sons thing. No. Interesting. Let's get to the burns. Game one, Jake. Call on the bump, I think. I don't remember. I hope you remember You're enough to tell me. It so far. I don't want to spoil it too much. Can you burn this one in one, two, three, go? And we'll never be royals. Lord, my favorite singer. She just showed some butt on the gram the other day. Speaking of singers, Brady Singer on the bump for Kansas City as Garrett J. Cole goes to work for the Yankees. Speaking of going to work, I work for the King, King Louis V in the first. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Luke Voigt into the seats, 423. And then controversy before the game, Higgy doesn't care. A Higgy bomb makes it 2-0 Yanks after two. Royals, they tack on a couple in the third and the fourth to lock it up. But in the seventh, these Yanks do one thing at an elite level. Tyler Wade scores on the wild pitch. It is 3-2 Yankees. Let's go have some lasagna. Oh, no. Mom was cooking without her glasses, and it came out bad. Johnny Lasagna, .2 innings, four earned. Oh, boogity, boogity. Just like that, it was 3-2. It is 6-3. These Yankees have some fight. The come from behind Yanks, DJ26 with another one. Is he? Will he? Has he? DJ LeMayu, two-run homer, and makes it 6-5. Yankees with some ducks on. Ducks gone. Kansas City wins this one 6-5 final. You got me all excited for a second. So did the Yanks, bro. <laughs> There's people that talk like that. There are people that talk like yeah. that. Like in our friend circle. Yes. The people we grew up with and <laughs> yeah, like. People we like. That's how they yeah. honestly talk. Yeah. You know anyone that talks like that, BBD? Not personally, or at least I haven't seen that side of them. Ooh. Oh, okay. These people can't hide it. No. Yeah, you would know. You can't hide you that know. side of you. Nobody the immediately Yanks, comes to bro. mind. Yeah. Killing me. Yeah. 
Mm, thought of somebody. Okay. You okay. don't think Sanchez is really back, do you? Wasn't a New York area friend. Okay. So, uh, okay. yeah. What's oh, their What's their first name? Pete. Pete, what up, dude? What up? What's good, bro? Pete's probably stoned off his ass right now. Man, I didn't like this game. What part? Well, the Yanks didn't hit at all. Yeah. Um, how many hits did they end with? I'm going to go professional. Uh, Jack Curry clipped this for my yes audition. Jim, the story of this game actually happens before the game even starts. Gary Sanchez, who'd been the Yankees' best hitter, he's not in the lineup for this game as Garrett Cole stays with his personal catcher, Kyle Higashioka. Yeah, I mean, I don't like it. I hate it. Um, I won't do my whole rant because I did it, I think, a show ago, and then pregame show, show I let it all out. Higgy hits the home run, and that's yeah. fantastic, man. But Gary is the three-hole hitter on yes. the team. And now, to make up for this, he had to play a day after night, which around baseball just doesn't really happen because everyone agrees. Like, it's kind of right. kind of like a bad thing to put your catcher through or like to like keep him rejuvenated. And now he's got to play three in a row in Boston. Then he's got to come back. Well, they might not play in Boston. So now if the series is 1-1 and you sit Gary again, um, you can't do it. And when... You have a permanent DH, yes. unlike the Royals, who Salvi Perez. You, you can't have, uh, if you're going to have a permanent, I like you, that. one That's or the other. One or the other. You cannot have a personal catcher and a permanent DH. Well, you saw Stan running today. He's getting ready. It's so funny how he takes leads. They don't hold Stan on. I don't know if they showed this on TV. I don't think I've ever seen it. They he, does, he does it very predominantly when there's a runner ahead of him. Yes. Uh, but yeah, even now leading off, if they they don't hold him on, so Stan is in a a track lead, like he's facing second base with one foot, like he's on a starting blocks. That's how he takes his lead at first when they don't hold him on. And yeah, when we were at the stadium last weekend, and there was a runner on second, he was, and they weren't holding on. He was like halfway up the line in track position. Like they tell you to watch like, uh, the runner ahead of you, but he's. Because he's not getting a big enough lead and nobody would try to hold him on, he's just in full ready-to-run mode. So it's just kind of funny to see on a field. So the top of the order got a lot of hits, and the bottom of the order did not at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, DJ had two hits, Judge had two hits, Void had two hits in this game. Uh, Geo had two hits. Um, Stanton had two walks. They weren't really given much to hit. And that's fair, and that's fine, but the bad players killed us in big moments. So Dora comes up, first pitch pop out after, like, mm. the pitcher's kind of, you know, getting, uh, um, walking everybody and shit, or whatever it was. Um, no, it was, um, they brought in a new pitcher, Scott Barlow. He went 3-2 oh. on Judge, and then Judge hits the double. And then, oh. and then Odor swings first pitch and pops it up. And it's like, Odor, come on. Jim, this is the game I texted myself about a ton. Yes. The, you texted yourself a ton of notes about this game. Yes. Okay. And so. then in the last inning, Gio Urshela gets on first. And you're like, all right, we got Holland on the ropes. Yeah. He's not a fantastic closer. We can get it. He, he walked Claiborne and Clint, but they both swung at ball four. So it was two strikeouts. Then they intentionally walked Gary. Um and Gardy pops out. But Odor, Clint, Glaber were very disappointing in this game. Yes. And so I'll, I'll go through some of my notes. 
Clint plays the ball really well off the wall. He goes to third instead of second. That would have left the double play intact for Johnny Laza. This was also Tyler Wade's tough defensive night. He has the hesitation before coming throw because he was thinking about the double play. Um, and then he had the other ball that the Yankees actually got lucky on. He threw it, and it should have got past LeMahieu, but it hit the runner, so it stayed right there. Um, something that I didn't see anyone have. This is a Jakey special, Jim. Uh Michael A. Taylor made a diving catch earlier in the game on Gardy. Gardy hit a liner to center, like a sinking line drive. I think there was runners on bases, too. Later in the game, Gardy in the eighth inning on Lasagna. It would have been a very tough catch. Uh, I think probably a younger Gardy has a good chance on it. Gardy pulls up in the eighth inning on a ball to center, and I just thought that was interesting. That kind of, especially we've been talking about Michael A. Taylor as a potential trade candidate, that... It's it, one of those things where little things in a baseball game can be very impactful. Um, you know, I think if those two, let's say Taylor and Taylor would have made the play for the Yanks and Gardy wouldn't have for the Royals, that would have been like a four-run swing. Um, so, and again, center field has been a discussion. DJ LeMayhew had his best at bat of the season in this game. Uh, Stanton, when the Yankees were rallying, took a pitch right down the middle. Uh, that stung. And then... Uh, Oh, there was the whole Glaber fake foul tip thing. So that was kind of embarrassing for Glaber. Yeah, I needed kind of more replay angles. I know the majority is it didn't hit. It does take a weird hop. You think it'd skip a little more off the plate? Um, oh, I think it might have hit. <laughs> um, they never would have overturned it or like looked at it. Right. I think it might have hit. There's a weird hop, but. They appeal. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, you you appeal. You, the best case scenario is you didn't swing. And they appeal and say you didn't swing. Well, hey, it could have been that. I don't think you can appeal a check swing. I think you're... No, no. The, the home plate umpire appeals to first stop base on or whatever. Like, ask for help, whatever you want. Right. And he says you swung, but, like, Glaber said, admitting he fouled it off, well, now he's, gonna, he's not going to say he didn't swing. Well, yeah, but if you're in a big situation like that and you're a hitter and you think you foul it off... You're I don't say think I he did. That's what I don't know. I don't I, think he said that until after the ump yeah. said he swung, and then Glaber was like, "Well, I know I fell," and then it looks bad. It looks like, "Well, you yeah, did it. I don't know. You got to do that right away." Either way, he should have ran. Well, I don't think he could have advanced because there was a runner on first, right? Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah, he, he wouldn't have been. About that, but. He wouldn't have been able to be safe, but he did also eventually try to run. So yeah. I would love to play that he couldn't once have run, had, but he did eventually once they try. Admitted he was out. He went for it, but every. All Everyone the, was mad Twitter, that he didn't go. All the Twitter umps, well, all the Twitter people were mad he didn't run, and then all the Twitter umps said he couldn't have run anyways. Yeah. So people were mad that he occupied. didn't run. I don't think he could do that. And then, yeah, I mean, a dude in a slump like that, if you think you foul the ball and you're you're trying to battle for your life, had one of your best at bats, I I think it's easier to get than was depicted online. Yeah. Either way, should just either way, been nice this was a swing. bottom. I mean... 0 for 4, 4Ks for Glaber Torres. Boogity, boogity. Um, and then going to Johnny Lasagna in the pregame right. show, we had talked about how he'd throw 39 pitches or whatever it was um, the day before. So I was like, I'd be surprised if they use him here. 
And then they used him right. He was the first man up. Chad was rested. Britton was rested. Like, they pitched the next couple days, so it's not like something was going on with them. I think Boone said everyone was available. I, I think, didn't they mention kind of tired arm with Britain? I feel like they did that in a press. That was the game before. That was the but that was the, the last Sunday game of Oakland. Yeah, Sunday's game right. was out. And then so they maybe had they Monday didn't want to use him. Right. So if they're at least at least you could still kind of point to that. The Chad Crean part of it is bizarre. Um, because and I Jack Curry, I'll steal this one from you. Chad Green's last outing, the manager said he looked as good as he's ever looked, as he's ever seen him. So if you have him clearly more rested than Johnny Laza, that seems like the play. Um, And that's why this game was so tough. Like, the Yankees fought and some good things happened. And then the fact that there's all these little dumb things, but it does kind of fall on Johnny Laza when he's been so good this year. It's just tough because we've been... Like, we've been looking to get hot, and this seemed like another shot in the foot. Yeah. And it's Cole versus Royals. And Cole versus the Royals, which the Yankees are getting near, like, DeGrom territory with that. I think they're 8-7 and in Cole starts or something. He's got 13 starts now with two earned runs or less, which is the most in all of Major League Baseball, and they're 500 when he pitches or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, not good. Not Not great. Let's go to game two, the second game of the series. Mm-hmm. And it's brought to you by John Boy and Jake Radio because on when on Wednesday the three of us had our official seconds draft. Yeah, we drafted the best seconds, second serving, second born. We all drafted it, so go check it out on John Boy and Jake Radio. I heard someone in the office say it was a top top five app. Yeah, no, I was in the other room and I heard someone saying like that was yeah. a top five episode of John Boy and Jake Radio. Yeah. Yeah, I was telling my yeah, brother. I heard the other office was saying that. Someone in the other office was. It was heard in the other office. Yes, yes, yes. It was me. I was saying it. Burn! My king, my name is Daniel Duffy. And I am here to pitch for the Royal Squad from Kansas City. Daniel Duffy versus Mike King. <laughs> Silly in the Bronx. Game two, as John Boy mentioned. Oh, Hearn! Oh, I hear you. He homers to right, 2 nothing. Royals. King in these first innings, how about it? In the fourth, clean. Big two RBI double sticks under the wall. Ooh, daddy likes that. We are locked up at twos. It would stay that way, Jim, into the eighth, but oh, what's that beautiful guitar noise played by Carlos Santana? Three, two, Royals, but Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. We have a new potential Yankee captain. It's Rugnet Odor into the bullpen, ready to go to battle, and he does it. Puts the Yankees up four to three, and they give it to Chapman, and oh no. The mound visit heard round the world leads to a four-pitch walk to a gentleman who has as many Major League hits as me, Jimmy, and BBD combined. Yeah. And then O'Hearn, check the check swing. Are you kidding me? They take the 5-4 lead. The 2021 comeback Yanks don't care. The Kraken unleashes one into the seats. We're tied at fives. Bunos. Oh, no, no, no. Stanton singles, Wade takes second. King Lewis Linwood says, Daniel Duffy, you must 
die! Yankees win game two, six five five. Why did why did Duffy have to die at the end? Because he was the one that presented like the whole offer to the king. So at the start of this, Daniel Duffy approaches the king yes. and he says, you know, I'm here with my band of merry men and we're looking to play a baseball game with you. And basically the, throughout the game, it's a sell of our assets. He's like, oh, here's Scott Barlow. Here's Stallmont. Do you like Carlos Santana? He's turning into Sean Connery. And then uh, when the Yankees win, that's King Louis V saying like, no, this is my property. We don't want you, Daniel Duffy. Okay. It's tough for Holland. Because You know I don't like talking about the Dutch Holland was doing Duffy's bidding for him at the end I don't like speaking about the Dutch on this podcast Okay, that's fine But we've been saying Avarex I have one rule For a while, and that's a well, Dutch We've been speaking Dutch on the pod Yes, to taunt them with our best player What do you, what do you like and remember from this game? That they came back yes. and they won it Yeah um, I like Chad Green's performance a lot, and I think it's not getting enough attention. Mm. And there's one big thing I didn't like that I don't know if we're talking about it now or okay. we're talking about it later. Like the Chappie times? Yeah, yeah. the mound visit. Yeah, that was a... <sighs> I mean, it kind of feels like we have to talk about it. Yeah. Are you going to give it an award? Or do you want to talk about it now? Like, if it got to the end of the show without really talking about it, it deserves an award? I feel like we should talk about it now. Okay. Well, okay. if anyone didn't get to catch game two, yeah. what happened was, Araldis Chapman's pitching. He's got a one-run lead. He strikes out the first batter. Hell yeah. Good shit. Hoorah. Michael A. Taylor then hits a single. Uh, so there's a runner on first base. He gets the next batter out. Two strikes, another strikeout. Two outs, man on first. Uh-oh, Whit Merrifield it's good. hits a single. Fly ball to right field on the line. Michael Taylor goes to third base. First and third with Carlos Santana up. And Judgey made a nice play on that, uh, the Whit Merrifield yeah. ball because it, it had some spin on it, and if it gets by, Judgey yeah. run scores. Carlos Santana had hit a home run uh, the inning before. Mm-hmm. To, to take the lead for the Royals. So Boone says, oh, let's not let this guy beat us twice. They have a rookie coming up, Sebastian Rivera, who has yet to record a big league hit. Yes. So Boone says, why don't we intentionally walk Santana mm. and pitch to the rookie with the bases loaded, even though a pass ball, wild pitch, walk, would then score the, the tying run. Right. Instead of making that decision by himself, he walks out to the mound has a conversation with Aroldis Chapman, who's like a 10-year big leaguer and like well, the best at his like position. Sure, in a tricky spot, but... People would select his fastball as like the best ever. Yes. If you could create a player. He... Boone doesn't tell Chappie. He asks. They have a conversation about it. And you could see Chappie on the mound kind of being like, no, let me pitch to him. Uh, Santana's one for 12 against Chappie in their lifetime, mm -hmm. and Chapman's Chapman. So... They come to an agreement. They're going to let Chappie face him. Boone walks off the mound saying, yeah, we're going to, you, you, fine. All right, go after, get him. Chapman takes the mound. Gary squats behind the dish. 
And then all of a sudden from the dugout, Boone changes his mind and says, throws up the force. Says, no, 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 force. Now Chapman's pissed off. So I, the only thing I'd, I'd stay there is I don't think they all agreed on the mound. Like, I think Boone went out there, said four, they fought. We know that they did, though. Well, I, I watched the Boone presser. I, I, but we know from... We know well, from... Well, yeah. We know from the source that they did. Kinda. Yeah. Two sides to every story. Three sides, actually, is the phrase. Chapman didn't thought he had won. Right. So you either need to be as well, clear as possible. Boone should have exactly. even gone out. Boone should have just done it from the start. That's what. I, so that's the question in all of this. So now Chappie's pissed if Boone, at Boone. If Boone does that at the start, he throws up the fours, he's not even saying a conversation. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Because that's what he's supposed to do. Okay. You can't go ask input or like present it as a conversation then go against what he says, well, then why are you even off? And that's where I wonder if he if he even was. Like, I feel, you know, maybe he thought it was just going to be like, all right, guys, we're going to walk this guy out at every base, believe in you, Chappie, blah, 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 and then they fought back, and he didn't think they would. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's not good. Kind of can't do that. And Gary doesn't squat to get ready to... The pitchers, they the players thought they won. I think they were doing like a fuck it. Yeah. No, I think they thought they won the discussion. But anyway, then Chappie four-pitch walks the rookie, um, and he was like, it was really weird. He was throwing 96 miles per hour. He was which aiming like, it. You can see it. It's like it. a little league. Yeah, he was throwing different. Um, and he was seething mad. You could see, like, he was screaming at Boone. Um, there's some articles about how, like, he shouldn't have showed him up. The Royals, Royals play-by-play guys were giving Chappie a ton of shit for showing up Boone. But I... You know, Boone, you got to... And so Boone talked... Kansas City. Boone talked about it afterwards, New and his York. quotes were like... Yeah, he he took the blame for it. Yeah. That's because he knew it was... I mean, the optics are so bad. You just do it or you don't do it. Yeah, and that's... You can't have your players thinking or being confused, at least. I think there's two reasons that this isn't more of a story. A, the Yankees came back and won, so winning cures everything. But B, it is a little bit of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you pitch to Santana, who hit a home run in his last at bat, and he does anything productive, everyone says, there's a guy on deck who's got no major league hits. He's never even played in the big leagues. Now, the opposite happens. You walk Santana, and if anything goes wrong there, especially a walk or a pass ball, I guess a walk because the runner was already on third, then you look like the fool and you should have pitched the same. I have no problem with either decision. I, yeah. Like, I don't think that's that's not my concern. It's like, Boone, you got to, like, manage or or yeah. are you letting them have a say or are you doing it? Like, just f- throw up force from the dugout yeah. and tell Chappie to get the next guy. I think I think he walked into a buzzsaw he was not expecting. Yeah. Maybe. But Chapman's mad about it. Yeah. You gotta either call that immediately from the dugout. You don't go out there and like pretend they're gonna have input and like. There's nothing you're gonna go out there ask them, knowing cause nobody who is in the role as Chapman mold is gonna say no. I don't right. want to face him because he thinks he's the best ever. Ever. So if you're gonna do go talk to him, he's all obviously gonna say he wants to face him. And like, so even, then you let him that you go out there let him fire himself up for that. Then that yeah. could be a win. Bizarre. But he didn't do that. Very weird. They're lucky they came back and win. And hey, the comeback Yanks, Gary Sanchez, Luke Voigt, who was pulled in the first game and his spot came up a couple important times in that first game. Like, so, hey, 
The Comeback Yanks. The Comeback Yanks. All right. We should also, I don't think we said this. Did we talk about Gio at all at the start of the show? In the first game of this series, he got hit by a pitch, bruised leg. He had to get pinch run for later, and then he sat out the rest of the series. So we'll yeah. see. It's a bruise. Hopefully he's back in Boston. He was limping pretty bad during the celebration. That's a bummer. Game three, are you ready? Ooh. We were there. Yeah, it so. happened today. On your mark. Get out of your set. And burn. Jimmy, grab the JMO because we are either happy drinking or sad drinking in the rubber match with Jameson Tyone on the bump for the Yankees versus Brad Keller, barely knower <laughs> for the Royals. Jim, how about in the first? Gavel me, Daddy. Aaron Judge with the big home run to right. And then what's that smell? Rugnet Odor beats out an infield single. Avarax. It's 2-0. Yankees make it 3. The big fella, Aaron Judge, singles to left. Tyler Wade scores. And then King Louis V calling me. Oh, he's a badass dude. He's back. Luke Voigt with the home run. It is 4-0 Yanks. Hey, that Rivero guy. First hit, RBI double. Good job, kid. Welcome to the show. But in the sixth, we don't care. Gary is scary, young fella. That guy would give his dad's life away in his soul to have a career like Gary Sanchez behind the dish. Anyways, Gary Homers, 7-1 Yanks. Stanton, singles to left, speedy around the bases. Jim, kind of the story? Jamison Tyone, 6.1 innings pitch, one earned run, 6Ks, 96 pitches from Jamo. He hands it off. To Nestor Cortez Jr. Does it get better than that? Two pitchers, two wins for the Yankees as they take the series from the Royals and win this one 8-1 final. Nice job, young Jake. Needed a laugher. Needed a nice win. Huge start from Tyone. Yeah, you either, we kind of agreed on the pregame show, you either needed a laugh or win for the Yankees or you needed another comeback mm. and it's just like our whole season is going to be a cardiac festival and whatever. Uh, but no, this is... Can I tell you something? Yeah, dude. Like the cardiac kids? Yeah. For like a comeback team? Yeah. It's a real cool nickname. Yeah. It's just tough because, well, let's have an honest discussion. If you're listening to us, you can talk out loud and see if the people around you react. Like, the Yankees kind of can't be the cardiac kids, you know? Like, you have to be a young team, or, like, you have to be over the top. Like, if everyone was Odor, then the Yankees could be the comeback kids. But, mm -hmm. like, Judge, Stanton, like, they're kind of not. But they're the comeback Yanks. Uh, what about, like, the cardiac carp? Cardiac Corp. Yeah. Handshake. When you hear Cardiac Kids, what do you hear? The Browns? Cardiac Kids. I don't know. I think of like a Little League team. <laughs> badass. It is badass. I think the Browns were called that for a while. 
Good game. Happy with it. We There's were in some, the stadium. Some tough, out, some tough at-bats where, like, you could have broken it up early. Yeah. The Royals' bullpen was so depleted that I, they were going to pitch Brad Keller until they weren't anymore. Like, the Royals were necessarily didn't have the formula of trying to win this game, so I'm yes. glad it wasn't uh, a close game and it was a laugher because when you play bad teams you sh- and, and they're not fully geared up trying, then... You should win handily. The Yankees did. Man. I, we were in the building for this game. I mean, Swarzak, Wade Davis, and Irvin Santana, those are guys that have been around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and not necessarily at the pinnacle of their game. So, yeah, and Keller's been having a tough year. So, yeah, they could have made it uglier. Uh, I don't know if Keller had nothing, a couple balls, that guys, whatever. JMO looks pretty good. The offense, I mean, it was kind of like everyone was doing it, except the bottom again. But uh, whatever. Ruggie Odor. Ruggie Odor. He's the one. He makes baseball so much fun. Hey, um, mm-hmm. can I ask you a question? Yeah, dude. What was the over-under for this game? Do you remember? Dude, I was wondering this. Because it was lower than we thought. I think it was, was it nine? Uh, I'm pulling it up. Because wasn't it eight and a, was it eight and a half and we both like shrieked and then Zach said it was nine? Uh, let me see. I'm trying to pull it up. Because our friends at DraftKings. Yes. Love DraftKings. Are sponsoring the show. They sponsor every show. Their main sponsor of John Boy Media. We love them dearly. They, oh, why can't I find this? Gonna kill a bug. Jimmy, all right? I'm trying to find the damn info on it. I can't find it. It's bothering me. It's okay. I don't know, man. Do you want me to talk, or do you got it, or? You could help me out by finding the damn over-under. What was the over-under of this game? Today? Today. Yeah. Nine. We're going with Nine. And what was the final score? Eight to one. It pushed? Yeah. So I didn't lose. I snapped my losing streak. We're all hot going into Boston, baby. Yes, I had lost ten in a row, and now I pushed. Hell yes. moment. And you could feel the emotions that I'm feeling right now if you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, and when you sign up, you use code JOHNBOY, and then you, you have to lose eight or nine in a row, then you have to push, and that's how you feel the emotions that I'm feeling right now, mm. man. Or or you can bet on any basketball team that's still in contention. You can bet $1 on them. You win $100 in site credits if you get it correct. How about that? We pushed, man. Love it. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code JOMBOY for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers, only wager payout and site credits. Restrictions apply. to see slash sports for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 109 with it. With it. can't believe we have pushed on that. I'm pretty pumped about it. All right, that takes us into awards. And the first award that we give out here on Talking Yanks 
is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. And Jake gets Holy to go smokes, first. Smokes, man. And he has to choose who his pride is. My pride of the Yankees, the person that makes me the most proud. Mm-hmm. That's how it normally gets labeled, right? Yep, for sure. My pride of the Yankees. People were wondering if we were going to do it, and we are. I'm giving it to Gary Sanchez, John. Oh, wow, you are. I am. Oh, I am. wow. He has been on a pride of the Yankees hot streak. Um, Gary is scary. If you know, you know he's been hot. He has two home runs this series. One that tied the game in the ninth inning and tied the homer draft, most importantly. Man... What were they chanting today? Oh, they they almost did a Gary Curtin call. That's the level of hot we're at. A lot of uh, three sections wanted it. It was was more than I thought. Yeah. There's bad and not good times for Curtin calls. It was close. I thought we might get a Curtin call, and then that was kind of tough. I think Gary did the right move. If we did a uh, a Thursday afternoon Royals Curtin call for a home run, you know, that's not great. That's not Yankees. But at the same time, what Gary is doing right now is awesome. Um, Jim, you know, you've been... You're a Gary truther. Like, if there's a religion of Gary, you'd, you'd be the leader. Going back to the 2017 days on Twitter and all of that stuff. It's so funny that he got hate back then, too. The whole thing is bizarre. I mean, I... Like, know, a lot of the people that hate Gary are like, well, he sucked for the last two years. And it's like, no, no, no. You hated him in 2017 and 2019 as well. Yeah. Like, in 2017, this dude had a ton of haters, and he was playing incredible. They got lucky because he did have some really, really bad years. Right. And he might have some bad months ahead of him. Who knows? But, like, there are people that hated him before he even hit his first struggle. Right. No, I mean, there's... It's just bizarre to think about. There are people... No player comes with a pack of haters. He showed up and was a special... Catcher for a year and a half, yeah, and, and people hated him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah I was fighting was people in 2017, and he didn't give any reason to be hated then. No, uh, MVP votes a, like a special year from a catcher that year. Uh, the narrative, uh, as it's being called online, I mean, it, it truly is bizarre if if you think about it. You know, and like you were saying there, and like there is with a lot of things in life, people have their mindset on Gary. There's the people that want to hate Gary. There's the people that love Gary. And then there's baseball fans with an honest conscience. And you put all of this Gary stuff in the blender. And we've done the best we can. We obviously love Gary. But, you know, there were times when we said, like, yeah, you got to sit him down. There was times he played awful. There was times he was hurt. And we kind of didn't know and didn't talk about it. I mean, his whole 2018 season, we found out that was hurt. We didn't know we were going to get a Gary stretch this year. We even knew a subpar Gary season, or if this was what Gary was now, still made him a valuable commodity because he plays catcher. And now that he's hitting like this, and he's three-hole Gary, which I think has changed the lineup dynamic a little bit for now, which is a really interesting and fun conversation. Gary Sanchez, man. Hello. I like him. I mean, the game-tying home run is pretty big. It's pretty big. Pretty bad pitch, too. 240 batting average 
an 847 OPS. Um, and a reminder, like, catchers don't do that. And another reminder, catchers don't do that, and those are in line with Gary's career stats. Yeah, according to, like, some statistics. Okay. It's the third best catcher in the AR right now. Mm. Was it Salvi? Salvi and Grandal have him right now. And Grandal uh, has a 172 batting average. Could you imagine? Yankees fans would have a blast with Grandal and Zanino behind the dish. Zanino's dropped down a bit. He's batting 195 right now. He's with a 286 on base percentage. So he's dropped down a lot of bit. He's uh all of his homers are homers, so he still rates out okay, but all of his hits are homers. Yeah. He? Yeah, yeah. He's got fifteen homers. Which <laughs> are pretty nuts out of that. But yeah, Gary Gary's good. We we tried to tell you in the best way we could the past couple years. And he had a quote. That was sad. Yeah. Oh, it was sad. Yeah. Gary Gary said, uh where's that quote? He said, like, it's really nice to hear all the support. I just wish sometimes when I was struggling. I got support as well, <laughs> yeah. but New York fans are are tough. That was his quote, right? Yeah, it's all around that. Around that. Sad. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough city, man. It's a tough city. Uh, here's the quote. Wait, wait. Do we have audio of it? Well, it's gonna be Marlon, right? What the heck's going on? What the hell's going on out there? Y nada, bueno, se siente bien, eh, los fanáticos siempre apoyando. Fans, I heard fans. Eh, una emoción muy, muy buena que los fanáticos fanáticos. de tu equipo te apoyen. Eh, y nada, una emoción muy bien. Uno quiere esa emoción también cuando uno no le está yendo bien, también que aplaudan a uno, pero se ponen un poco duros. Pero nada, eh, es emocionante escucharlo mm-hmm. a ellos vocear mi nombre. Ah, it feels great, you know, to hear uh, hear the fans uh, show their support, you know. Um, so it definitely feels uh, really good to hear that from them. Uh, that's, and those are the kind of, kinds of fans that we have, you know. Uh, I got to say, uh, I wish that, you know, sometimes when, when I'm struggling, I hear the same kind of support from them. But, you know, uh, they're New York fans, you know, and they're tough. So, um, but it... Uh, much uh, appreciated. Good job by Gary. Good job by Marlon. His hair looks great in that video. Marlon or Gary? Uh, they don't show Marlon. So I can't say Marlon's hair doesn't look great, but Gary's did. Their hair looks great is what I'll say. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So clap for Gary. All right. We're doing My pride of the Yankees. Yes. Since you took Gary Sanchez. So I wasn't going to take if I got him first, by the way. Did you take Gary? It's it's tough to go back to back. He's, Gary's been a pride three series in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy took him last series. You took him the previous series. I, but I do think deserved. Yeah. Yes. Hottest hitter on the team for no, a while. No, it's just. It's, and big, it, meaningful home runs. It's tough to give a pride back to back from your same person. He, uh, yeah, I think for you to go back yeah. to I back. I think Katie Sharp tweeted that he has six game tying or, or go ahead home runs this year already of his. That's 50% of his home runs have a, like a drastic impact on the game. He's like been the that. first pride awarded three series in a row as wow. well. Wow. Wow. Luke Voigt. Ooh. Hey, we've been waiting for this dude to come back, and we, I would have given him some time if he was struggling. He said, fuck your time. Yeah. I'll just get right to it. It's a home run in his first at-bat. 
Um, hits some more balls hard. He gets the go-ahead hit in game two to walk it off. Uh, or game game two to walk it off. Did it? Um, it's bringing the energy with Rugi. Yeah. Four hits, two homers, three RBIs. So it's nice to have Voight back. And I hope that, you know, it's not just like, you know, first week back, sees the Royals pitching, absolutely hammers it, and then kind of then has to find a rhythm. Right. Like, let's just stay hot while finding the the everyday rhythm. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be – it's it's such a different lineup. I wish Glaber wasn't in the slide he's in yeah, because then the lineup would be deeper. But it's just such a different – our one through six – uh, or one through five is solid right now. DJ, Judge, Gary, Stanton, Voight. That's that's it's above solid. It's above solid. That's it's really, good. and they all hit. I think they their numbers today in game three were insane. Yeah. And so that's what I was saying with Gary Sanchez in the three hole. Like every year, a lineup just finds a way to have a new identity. I mean, if you go with the like the Jeter Damon swap and. You know, even in these recent Yankees years, we've seen Judge two and three. We've, we've seen some different things. DJ just took over the leadoff spot. That was pretty badass. Um, it's going to be interesting to see uh, if Gary rides it out and he locks down the three hole. How how long are we talking about three hole, Gary? Um, if he sputters and other guys stay hot, how quickly will they audible? I'm hoping this is like the lineup dynamic for a while. Yeah. Because it, it kind of fits if everyone. Glaber can get out of his whatever's going on and Geo's back, right? I like mean, going back deep, to deep. going back to the start of all this. Tell him what you said today about the first inning rally. Tell him what I said. Oh, first inning rallies. Uh, you know, they can end a game early. You know, it's getting late quick, said Yogi. The Yankees, a lot of their first inning rallies, like, you know, runners on first and third and one out or two outs or whatever it is, or bases loaded, two outs. We've seen a lot of at-bats this year, and it can't be a sharp stats. It's a brutal sharp stats. But a lot of innings have ended with, you know, old Ruggi Odor before we fell in love with him, before we Jaya toured Odor. Uh, Mike Ford, uh, Whoever was slumping at that time would end up in that spot. Clint, Andujar. We've had a lot of those first-inning rallies where you can put up a crooked number and it hasn't been the guy up to make it crooked. Um, so when we start going 6-7 deep, whether it's Geo, if Glaber turns it around, if Andujar gets out, if Clint, whoever... Like, that's when your lineup gets dangerous, when you've got to go through groups of people. Because how many games this year have we talked about, like, well, if you clear Judge and Stanton, you're kind of home. So, I like I like that. I like it, too. Big fan. Big, huge fan. Big, huge fan, I'd say. Good job, Voight. Good job, Voight. Nevin's back coaching third. Like, the team's becoming whole offensively. Ooh. Marcus Timms, with the, they're talking about Gary's corrections now and stuff. The little leg step. That's Trevor Plouffe, though. So, Next award. Sources. You Yankee motherfucker. Jake? Ooh. Who are you, can, you giving it to? You can really dance. Ooh. My Yankee MFR, Jim, 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 Jim. Jim, 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 Jim,
Claude Giroux, Jim Giroux. I'm going Band-Aid mode, whatever. Johnny Laza, tough inning. No, I'm not doing it. I take it back already. I take it back. He doesn't deserve it. He's had an okay year. I'll give it to Glaber. Um, 0 for 6, he's in a... What's the slide at now? 0 for... 0 for a lot. I can bring up the actual numbers. Bring up them numbers. He didn't play today. Did they say anything? Did I'm guessing it was just a day. Yeah, I, I didn't see any quotes on it, I think. I didn't, like, see any reporting on it. I feel like everyone put the math together. If there's ever a time to to just sit a guy a day. Um, What if I extrapolated a little bit? Glaber is one for his last 26. Two for his last 35. I, uh... My stat there was an 038 batting average in the past like week and a half. Uh Glaber, you know, we've had two times this year where we had to speak about his defense. Otherwise, it's kind of been silent on the Western Front, and mm. there's been some changes. We've liked that. And what I said, and I said this a couple episodes ago, if he doesn't have a full year that clicks. Like, we'll see what the rest of this year has for Glaber Torres. And, you know, Tim's talked about him and said he's our shortstop. He said some of his problems are what Gary was doing, too much lower body stuff. Glaber Torres has to be a threat for the Yankees. And the guy that was on the field this series was not. Um, So baseball's a long season. We know that. I mean, Glaber Torres is a special talent that he could be a player of the month in the American League. But, man, he is dudes down bad right now. And he's got to be a threat with the bat. I think he'll come back and have a hot streak. I would love that. He needs. He's at the point in a slump where you see one fall down and you start doing the, oh. Maybe start swinging um, with your hands on the barrel, making contact with the handle of the bat. Do you have... No bat in here right we now. We just have a lot of bats in you here. You have your hands on the barrel with the the handle still inwards in doing that? No. Oh, okay. No, I didn't have that at all. Oh. I never done I that. I thought that wouldn't yeah. be the way you had it. Um, okay, so Jake's MFR was Johnny L- uh, Glaber. BBD gave you a sad laugh on that. He's like... No, he just didn't want to disrespect you the same way I did. BBD, thoughts on respect? I definitely exhaled out of my nose. Okay. Analytics. Yes. Uh, Chappie's going to be my MFR. Aha. Blew the save. I would have got the. Really? I would have got the under if he didn't blow it. Oh, he's had a couple bad outings in a row. He's got like a five ERA. In his last yeah, that's true. 11 games or something like that. So, But I thought a, a lot of your anger in that situation is towards Boom. No? He still has to be better. No. He still has to be no. better. Separate things. Okay. Boom. Well, they're linked a little bit. But not, no. But he still gave up two hits and then or three hits and then walked in a run. Sure. Boone should have handled it way differently. Okay. But... They're not incredibly linked in my brain. Okay. I don't, like I said, I don't even care that Boone, the decision to walk Santana or not walk him, I don't care. Right. I just want Boone to not piss off his players. Agree. 
because like Chapman's mad at Boone now, right? And that's that's where that shouldn't have been. It's not uh, piss him off and like the inspiring uh, him. Like, uh, Chapman yeah, can't just mad. At Chapman him. can't be like, well, of course I walked him. I was mad at Boone. Like, right? No, that's not that's not it either. Right. Still, four pitch you walk, still can't close. four pitch walk that dude. So Chapman is my mf'er. But you know, a couple bad outings in that's a row now. Yeah, man. So we need to get him right. That's uh, which he will. Yeah, I mean that's he does this. Chapman was so good. He's we've seen him have funks. He gets out of it. Um, man, if we uh, start thinking about that Boston series, the the first time Chapman comes out is going to be must watch TV. Um, not in the best way, but yeah, that's Say a good one. Must watch TV. A late night program. I you said used to? must. Oh. What did you think I said? Bust watch TV. And what what programming was that? I don't even remember. That's the crazy part. Those infomercials you used to watch. Oh. Bras for bust bust busty women. What is it? You used to say it got you hard all the time. What? Your late night infomercial sessions with the Sears catalog and the I thought info- it was you. And the girls gone wild infomercials. Those, those were crazy. How are those on those TV? Were, anyone that's our age, like thirty to thirty-four, do you remember those commercials? Those, I mean, all of a sudden you're watching, uh, you know, reruns of Jackass, yeah. and there's just porn on the TV. Oh, I mean, three a.m. and all the rules of television just go out the window from three to five a.m. Flip from the same infomercial to another channel that's playing it. Yeah. Uh, awards. You're up first, Jake. Jimmy, I am going to give out. Yeah, do it. The tired baby award. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> tired baby. Um, tired baby goes to Jonathan Lasagna. No, Johnny Laza. Those lips. Hmm. Odor. No. It's going to Clint Frazier. Interesting. And it almost went to Luke Voigt. Mm, now I'm more curious. I know, they had I know. That's they had the very up. different series. That's the buildup. Um, James. Clint. He had the big double. That was nice. Jim, there's a tired baby on the playground. Come over to their mom. They're starting to feel different emotions. Fatigue setting in. They're a little angry. They're a running baby. a little hot. You think you mean like a toddler? Yeah, those are all the same to me. And... You know, they say, you know, I want juice. And then they're really mad at their mom. I want juice. And they're like, we don't even have juice. We didn't bring juice. You don't even like juice. The kid says, I want juice. Clink caught a ball on the screws today that I don't think got to the warning track. And I, I thought about giving this to Voight, too, because he had a couple he hit and he thought were gone. But Luke Voigt hasn't played too much of this season yet. So he doesn't realize that we've got the new balls that ain't juiced up. Mm. So he's still got to learn his home run trot. And, you know, he's putting up the number one. He thought it was out. 
He had two, he thought. Thought we're out. Um, Clint, man, he uh, he's, I think, know how when I said Jay Happ was one of the players that was significantly hurt by the juice balls? Because fly ball pitcher that doesn't throw hard, Yankee Stadium, like, do the math on that. Uh, and it often did. I think Clint is looking like a guy that benefited. Um, you know, we we said it a couple times in, in previous years when they do a shot of Clint either after a home run or whatever it is. We we sometimes forget how huge Stanton and Judge are. Like Voight, there would be a good Yankees chart. There should be a Yankees size chart because Stanton stood next to Voight and, like, he's a lot bigger than Voight. Which is one of those, like, and then you think about Judge again, and you're like, oh, my God. These guys are different breeds. Clint is, like, 5'10", buck 80. So he's got the lightning quick back speed, but when he hits it, it doesn't go like everyone else. So I think no juicy ball. I, I think that's hurting Clint in some of those swings. We've seen him connect this year, and it just hasn't gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I don't think we've seen him connect. His like average exit velocity is 16th percentile. Yeah. Today we did one that one thing. I don't think it's like a lot of the time he's getting robbed by the balls. He's well, not hitting them hard at all. Well, I think that's a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I think that number would be higher for Clint because he doesn't have the body behind it. Because, like, his max exit velo this year is still 81st percentile. Like, when, when he fully does, he does. But it ain't like past years. But I, th- I think it's the drag of the ball that's different. I, think, I don't know if, like, across the league, like, hard hit exit velo is down. I think it's just down for well, the That's what I'm saying. Just like the Jay Happ thing. The whole Happ thing I said how Happ's was one of the players most affected by that. I think Clint is for the reasons I said. Okay. I think if Clint, I think he's, yeah, we're differing, but I don't know how to explain it. Like Hap gives up fly balls and it's the ball after in the, in the drag of the ball affects it. I don't think it affects exit velo. I think he's just not hitting the ball hard. I, I think I, I don't the think balls have changed. And I think because of his size compared to the other guys, we've seen we've seen it more. They're definitely not the turbo balls from past years. Of uh, definitely, I just I, if he was hitting it at a six uh, higher rate than last year right. with less doubles and less home runs, then I think I'd say, oh look at that. Well, last- he ha- he's not having a good year so far. Yes. That's why. Yeah. But even a couple he has connected on. Yeah, I just. Because Clint used to fully connect on one, and it would be like, you'd look back and you'd be like, oh, that was 417? Because when Gary Judge Stan fully connect on one, you're like 460, and guys don't yeah. do that. So, I, and I think we saw one of those today, so I, I thought if Voight made it through, he was going to be in the award, and it wasn't going to be, I mean, a different speech, but he just hit the wall twice, which is nice. Uh, and hopefully Clint starts doing more of that, but he hasn't done that either. Off the wall right into his glove was so wild. Yeah. Like, that's an out in some weird leagues. Which leagues you've been watching? Back alley at bats. Ooh. Ad. Yeah. Little ad. Other stuff. Um, okay. More juice. Or tired baby. Tired baby. Tired baby award. I want um, Juice. 
Daddy, I want it. I am giving out the... What word are you giving out? Um, thank you for shopping at Home Depot award. Because someone purchased some stones and they're one start away from laying them down. Okay. Do you have any guesses who this goes to? Someone on the Yankees yes. went to Home Depot. Yep. Found out a specific product yeah. existed. Yeah. Said, oh, man, I kind of want one like of Like someone brought him to Home Depot and yeah. showed him. Showed him. Like, this might exist. You might be into this. I, uh... <sighs> Chad? No, 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 no. Chad has... He's in the house. Like Chad doesn't talk at Home Depot. That's a place where conversation shouldn't start anyways. So Chad actually likes it there. Yeah. Because at Home Surprisingly, Depot... he doesn't like libraries that much, though. No. Because people like to quiet talk there. Yeah, that is true. Bunch of whisper feeds. Like, if, if someone at Home Depot comes up to you and they've got the jacket on and you give them a little... That's the international sign for, like, oh. Yeah. Deal. At a library, if someone gives you the... No sign. You just like no. I'm Home I'm, Depot, or a man can be a man. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna whisper. At Lowe's, they're like, "What do you need? We can help you. We can find you." Ever at Home Depot, they're like, "It's just a nod." Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh huh. Oh. Tyone. Ah. Yeah. He, Jameson. He bought some stones, man. That's huge. And he's gonna go. Uh, he's got to empty him out of the truck. We'll see if he lays them down. But you don't get a coveted stepping stone award by shutting down the Royals. Right. It needs to, and, and two games in a row of good performance. Yeah. Um, now, we needed some innings. The bullpen was a little tired. And going into Boston, they could they're excited to get the help. But Tyone had a good start. We were there. So I don't see the crispness of the pitches or the attack a lot. Um, mm. According to the stats, he was heavy forcing fastball. Um, and then curveball, mm-hmm. uh, slider was the third most pitch. So the changeup didn't really get thrown a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I looked for, uh, since we were there and you can't really keep track when you're there, I wanted to see the count breakdown of his pitches. Yeah. And hold on, I just had this. Where is it? To the, what? come on. Well, anyway, he hit with two strikes. He threw his fastball. Um, with two strikes a lot, and the start of counts in the first pitch or the second pitch, it was a real nice split. So he told us in a post game, like I got to start pitching backwards if the fastball is going to be my strike pitch. Mm-hmm. I got to show some different looks earlier. Like I mean, he said that himself. Yeah, which was like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, D- we agree. And then he kind of did it. So first pitch of the game, it was forty-two percent fastball. Uh, 30 curveball, 19 slider. So kind of the whole smattering, some change-ups, some, um, um, some, sli- some sliders or sinkers, whatever. But 0-1, it's – I'll show you. It's a perfect okay. beach ball. This is his 0-1, all, you know, four colors represented. That's a perfect beach ball right Quite there. evenly. Um, 1-0, oh, same also thing. a good beach ball, yeah. And then you go to the two-strike counts, 0-2 – I think that's one, two. It's a lot more red, which is the yeah. fastball. 
to get the outs. Three, two, you're going to have red here. Um, so like that chart. Yeah, I like looking at that. like that chart. So he's he's showing the other pitches um, much earlier. And I actually like this. In 2-0 counts today, he, he threw a changeup. He threw a slider. He only had um, three 2-0 counts. Yeah. But it wasn't just, here's my fastball every time. Because his fastball isn't like... Cole's fastball. Right. You can't like full on challenge guy in a fastball. If a hitter it. knows, they're still going to yeah. have a chance. So three two zero counts. He threw three different pitches. So him and Gary were working, uh, working it pretty well. Right. Same with three one. He got in two three one counts. He threw one fastball, one slider. So his fastball. He's, he's Tanaka. He's learning. His fastball is his swing and miss strike three pitch. He has to use all the other ones in fastball counts. And Feo, who's someone we very much trust in the chat, said he had the whippy fastball today, which is a Matt Blake specialty. Whip it good. Um, happy for J-Mo, man. He, uh, like I said on the pregame show, he's been good at home to the point that, like, I, I don't know, I felt pretty good about him today, which if you look at all of the numbers, it doesn't make sense. The road thing we got to figure out. Um and I think he's got some first inning stuff too that I think Kinger uh, has also been running into the the James Paxton Light Award, but uh, this is huge, man. And he that applause he got coming off the field today. We're still new to crowds being in stadiums and all that. Jameson Tyone's got to have some funky thoughts going through his head. First year with the Yankees, first year in the AL, first year coming off double Tommy John. Um, Clear his fastball looks good. Everything else, I don't think, is the Jamison Tyone that he knows. To pitch like that today in a game that was semi-important. If we lost today, I mean, we'd be buggy in a little bit, and we'd be kind of preparing to walk into another funeral. Instead, we're excited, um, and Jamo got a big applause, and it was a really good New York applause. I mean, BBD, what's Sterling say? The city's hip. Oh, New York is so hip. So hip. Uh, you know, that's a, that was a nice applause by the fan base today. It was Sure, it was a good start, but the applause was for the like, hey, dude, we still believe in you. Let's build on it. Let's go. Um, they were chanting something for, for Kyle Tucker, and I didn't know what it was, so I asked somebody, you know what it was? Now here's the 1-1. One, one. Right about no. We don't know you. <laughs> we don't know you. That's so hip. That's so hip. New York is so hip. I might need to cut the end of that just for a sound a sound bite. It's fine. That's hip. That's so hip. New York, New York is, is so, so hip. Yeah, those are two separate sound bites. Like yeah. New York is so hip is good. New York is so hip. <laughs> Says the hundred fifty year old man. <laughs> He's awesome. He's awesome. I like him, too. Okay. Don't act like you're the only one that can like him. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably third in the room, if we're being honest. Yeah. Like uh, BBDs likes him more than me. Call yeah. a spade a spade. Okay. You're the third biggest Jay Sterling fan in the room. Jimmy. Yeah. It's congrats to Tyone. Congrats to Tyone. That, that is a good feeling. I always tell the story of Ooh. Brian Bruni. Um... The whole stadium clapped for him after a big relief outing in 2009, the game that they clinched either the playoffs or the first or, or postseason or the division. He had a good inning, and uh, he was terrible. You're like a big like Sessa, like turnaround. 
And everyone was like, why didn't he wave? Because he, he got a big one. Tyone got a little smattering. Like, Brian Bruni in this game against the Red Sox, like Sunday night, Red Sox, he got a big one. Yeah. And after the game, he said, uh, like, I, I wanted to look up and say thank you, but I was crying my eyes out, so mm. I, I didn't. And it always stuck with me. I'm like, man, you never know. You yeah. never know how guys are reacting. But I think Tyone, he didn't wave to the crowd. That had yeah. to feel really good for him. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he was doing the try to play it cool, like I'm a good pitcher, you know, this is whatever. And then right before he walked into the dugout, he gave himself like a, let's go. Like that. Like that. Good award, Jim. Thanks. Appreciate it. Good award. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um. I am going to give out the... Have you ever heard of Averex Award? Stealing my award. That was the same title? No, it's just like a playoff, my award. My famous award. Right, that I recalled. Yeah. So we could talk about it more. Yeah. You would never build off one of my awards. You built off my award. Stepping Stone's mine. You, well, it was a built off a built. Yeah. I introduced you to the Dutch. And I don't like no, talking about them on yeah. this show. You didn't, man. Band of Brothers probably did. Or Austin Powers. Yeah, I think you knew about the Dutch before Band of Brothers. I'd have to check the tape. But I introduced the Dutch to you. And I don't like talking about it on here. Jim, the award goes to Rogue Nidodor. His broke me. And there's a reason I phrased it that way. BBD, how did I phrase it? The Have you ever heard of Avarex? Have you ever heard of Avarex? It's in quotes, by the way. I thought all the awards were in quotes. Got bad news, BBD. Because, <laughs> 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 um, Jim, I'm saying that to someone. Who? It's almost a premonition from the Talking Yanks pregame show. If you're not watching, you should. Who are you saying it to? I'm saying it to 2000 Yankees legend Jose Vizcaino. Wow. Jimmy, in 2000, I was a young boy. I was 11. I'm having thoughts, but I don't know what they're about. I like baseball a lot. I'm in on baseball. In the year 2000? In the year 2000. Oh, yeah. I thought I was setting you up for your favorite voice. I would say this is my favorite. Top 100 favorite voice of yours. It'd be close to the top 100. Know what I'd probably do? What? I'd put it at 101 as one of those lists that, like, kicks off in a big way. And you're like, ooh, if that's 101, what are the rest? So, so like, in the real one, world, it's, it's like, probably, like, like 71. Okay. We're close. What are you guys Fly talking away. about? <laughs> are you guys enjoying this? I'm saying it to Jose Vizcaino. How many conversations do we have do you think people can't follow along to? I was lost in that one. <laughs> uh, Jose Vizcaino was on the 2000 Yankees. You probably remember him most. He had a big hit in the Subway Series. Um, he also had a big ACS, uh, ALCS before that, excuse me. Um, and I don't want this to be disrespectful to Jose Vizcaino. He was traded for Jim Leyritz. And again, like, Jim, my baseball cap wasn't on at this point. Jim Leyritz was old. He was 36. It was his last season in the bigs. 
Jose Vizcaino was a backup infielder, and I kind of didn't understand why he was on the team. Uh, because I'd loved a lot of bench players up until that point. I loved Clay Bellinger. I wrote a paper on Clay Bellinger as a kid. Someone find that. Uh, it was burnt and not shown to any other kids. And let's be honest, uh, someone mentioned the glasses in the chat. I probably wasn't a fan of the glasses at age 11. You don't realize how cool rec specs are at that point in your life. You think you're going to get bullied. Jose Vizcaino. Jim. Yeah, I just, just can you rewind and be honest? You what? still are an anti-rec specker. No, dude, there's cool rec spec now. I'd probably, now. I'd probably now. wear rec specs. You said specs. now. Yeah, dude, I was young. Use that excuse earlier. <laughs> um, Jose Vizcaino, he had a huge postseason for the Yanks. He had a couple big moments. He's like a part of Yankees history to the point that I can say his name on a podcast and a lot of people just perked up and were like, oh, yeah. Jim, I told you I was going to get lost in it. I was half being facetious, half being real. Ruggie Odor is on this team. The Yankees analytics believe in him. Times the fact he's free. Strike that, reverse it. Jim, they they actually like him. The analytics team asks once a week, like, why? And Cashman says he's free and we're mandated to stay. No, dude. They believe in his exit velo. They like Rognit Odor from the left side of the plate. Um, They believe in him. Otherwise, Jim, this experience would already be over. I know there's some money stuff tied to it, but, dude, think about this. Max exit velo, 85th percentile. Like He does what the Yankees believe in, and he's 27. And I thought it was funny, Jose Vizcaino, career war of seven. Um. Jim Lair, it's 7.9. That wasn't the fun fact. Odor is 6 point something. Um, 6.5. So, in very different ways, similar careers to this point. Um, but I think Rogi hits a huge home run. Down one, hits a two-run dinger in the eighth to give us the lead. We'd normally be talking about that. Gary doesn't even get the opportunity to hit the game-tying home run if Chapman is his normal self or that inning goes differently and Rugi is the only hero. Um, the best way I could say it, Jim, and you know it, it's from uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson and the, the intern. You just got to lay back and enjoy that breeze, baby, because I think it's happening. Do you know that quote, BBD? <laughs> Jimmy's mad because it's one of his favorites. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I do. It doesn't immediately come. You're going to say what it's from. I'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah, obviously. Um, so the the movie wasn't a hit. It's its own. It's better look. than it should have been, but that scene is is really good. <laughs> I feel like we might have done this reference before, so I've, I I've think at least so. seen the scene. Like, the, the scene that you remember from the commercials, they're, like, playing Quidditch. So come on and get in here close so we can be seen in the webcam. See how small the webcam is? No, get you to cheek. Nick, come here. Okay, but don't crown me. We can see you guys. Okay, good. Great. You got it. Hi, my name is Billy. Oh, we are doing can a video call. Well. Oh, great. Interview. Uh, good. Billy video McMahon. Interview. Nick Campbell. I'm Benjamin. Allison, we're going to ask you a few questions that some of our candidates find a little bit odd. Let's go. No here. judgment. Shoot. <laughs> You're shrunken down to the size of nickels and dropped to the bottom of a blender. What do you do? You take her flat on your right, back right, like right. this. You just lay back, enjoy lay that breeze. <laughs> 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 so, 
That's I agree That's with you. Good. It's a really good uh, quote for yeah the odor experience. Yeah, like it's time for me to just lay back and enjoy the breeze. Yeah, and you know what makes it better? <laughs> mm. Go into the stadium mm. because I got to tell you, this guy is everywhere doing everything at all times. Yeah, he's a trip. Yeah. Like, he flied out. He was, like, four for four with a walk today or three for three with a walk. He flied out in his last at-bat in eight-nothing game. They and he he put on a show. Yeah. Like, he just didn't get the job done in the ninth inning of a tie game yeah. and, like, slammed his bat and took this really weird route. And uh, it's just bizarre. Four for eight this series hit by pitch. And big home runs. Huge home runs. And he's going to be on – like, I, yeah. I, I disagree with some things you said. I, okay. I do think it's 90% the money. Okay. And if it's true that he needs to be on the 40-man roster to officially cost $0, then it's 100% the money. Right. Like you say, I think he'd be gone now. if the Like, I think he'd be gone now, if, but if that, the, he, he might can't be gone. Also, if he clears the season right. with the Yankees, they have him on contract for their, another year, and they can put him in a trade package, or they can do something, or they can do something, or they can do something with that. And the value of, oh, he's absolutely free this year, and if somehow he strikes gold and starts becoming a player for us, and we can then use the next year of his contract as a chip in the offseason, like that's the gold at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, they, I don't know if they fully right like, now. Believe. I'm 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 genuinely fifty fifty contract, and they believe in Odor because if we do the finances on it, if I know we tried to look in this, if they if Odor doesn't finish the season with the team at this point, it's what a million dollars or five hundred k or even a chunk of that. It's the whatever the minimum is the Yankees pay in the prorated either way amount. So let's say it's prorated the rest of the season. We're making some shit up. Why not? Um, so 500k, we're his, almost his halfway his, through. 570 is what the Yankees will are on the books for. So 570. Pro-rated. So you're a we'll find In out. At, we'll find out at the trade line trade deadline if they use all their money. But then B, you know, okay. So if you if you get rid of Rugi and you use another player who's the minimum, I mean, we're talking another 500k. So I I do think they they like him. They like him. We'll see. If he costs money, let's keep having moments. If he already was like two hundred grand on the books, and there was no changing of that at all, they had paid. I think he would have been gone by now. But not now, right? Not now because Avarex happened this, right. like in a big way this season. Yeah. But maybe two weeks ago, if it was finite, if like, hey, that's money spent already. We're never getting it back. There's nothing we can do. Let's just try someone else. Mm. I think we would have hit that point. I don't know. I don't know. When, um, you, when you did the thank you for shopping at Home Depot award, mm. I, w- I knew an Odor thing was coming, so I didn't say it then, but I think Odor might have also went to Home Depot and bought someone. We're like, why? Whoa. Why'd you do that? That's insane. <laughs> no, no, He's, no. No, he went on his own accord. He we didn't show him Rugi that. went on his own. He think, he, f- he was himself. listening in when Tyone found Which out he can really go to good. Home Depot. Yeah, oh, there's... J-Mo, you're going? <laughs> and he also you mind if I hop in, brother? Yeah, yeah that's he, he, like... That's, he thought, oh, I'm going to take initiative. Like, the Rangers have <laughs> and that's security. Part of the Rangers have security guards at Every Home Depot, <laughs> and for all for all organizations, yeah, 
It's like don't like don't convince yourself this dude can be a, a stepping stone away. Jim, I know, I know he, he never like no. I know you talked about this a little bit on the interstate, but when he hammered his helmet down on his head, it if you you know, I think if we had Zach, you know, our talented editor here. If I told Zach in an hour, make this look like it's a war scene from a movie, I think he could do it. Because that's what Rugi looks like. Putting his helmet on, I'm going to do the best I can as long as I can until I die. And then he hits a homer. I told you, I, I don't know, it was pregame show. I mean, I, I ran for my laptop. Yeah. Before he hit the home run. Just because that was a, it's such a weird, like it's, it's very, it's uh. He Soto does all that shit like the Soto shuffle, and it comes so natural to him. Yes, and he performs, and it's almost like Rugi sees that, and he's like, "I can fake that. I can Ooh. fake that till I make it." So he stands in the box, and he does so much. Yeah, and it's it's him trying to get himself to believe in himself. A little bit. And, like, when he slammed his helmet onto his head, yeah. it was on his head. It's not like he put the helmet no, on his head and then on. fastened it into a nice position. Already on. It's already on. You know? And then he just slammed it into his head. I was like, what are you doing, dude? He's doing... But then he psyched himself up to hit the home run. He's doing a theatrical version of, like, an eccentric player. Yeah. Like, Ruggie Odor on Broadway. Soon. And that's what I was saying when I gave him the Avarex award. Avarex. Like... He, in his head, he knows I got to be the first over the rail. Because yeah. if I'm not the first over the rail on this guy, on this team, then what am I? Maybe we need Just another guy? Just another guy? He lives on the rail. We needed that. The other guys weren't watching the game. We did, but Voight's back. Voight's back. Yeah. <sighs> okay. What's your final award? I still have to give one? Yes, sir. Is that for real? Yeah. Um, what have you been saving up? What's the term for, what's the term for when like you don't want to date them, but you don't want them to date anyone else? Ooh, okay. It's kind of like a horny friend zone. Hmm. Do you want to hook up with the person secretly? Like or you like, ha- no. like, have you hooked up with them um, already? When you're drunk or like, you okay. know, like, a, so yeah, uh, there's a history. Like if it, if it happens, you don't seek it out, but like you end up at the same bar and you're like, well, okay. Kelly is what I call that. <laughs> <laughs> we already talked about her on here. All right. I'll give me, this is the Kelly award. No, nice girl. I'm happy for her. Do you want me to change it? No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, it goes to Nestor Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Nestor, man. Yeah. But if he's off the team, I'm not heartbroken because, you know, it's not going to last forever. <laughs> but if he goes to another team and they start falling in love with him, yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck, man? That's our dude. If, and he, like, he's originally an Oriole, so, like, we kind of stole that from. He made his debut with the Yankees. If he, he was in Rule Five by the Orioles, so he made his MLB debut there, but he didn't stay on the forty minutes. They had to send him back. But he was so he was a Yankee, Yankee product. Oh, great! So yeah, you know because he's going and he was he on other teams last year, in the Seattle. MLB, and he pitched for Seattle. 
Yes. Yeah, I can get some stats for you. You know, it, it almost is like when Kratzy in 2017, we fell in love with him as the old veteran. Yeah. And then he went to the Brewers, and he had, like, an even better old veteran, like, role with them in the postseason. I was like, yeah. you know what, Brooker? Like, you deserve it. You got really good, right. good Kratzy. That's fine. Um, Like, you know, I'm not upset yeah. when Nestor's not pitching. But I'm happy when he is. Yeah. And when he pitches well, I'm I'm thinking like you know maybe we should like go on a sober date, like maybe we should see mm. if this is can work not just over drunken happenstance. Yeah. Um, and then we never actually do that because I sober up and I'm like, right. oh no, I don't. You no. wake up the next morning. Yeah. No. 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 And then, uh, but if I was to go to the bar and then ne- and then Nestor right. was like holding hands with another person that was kind of treating him. Exactly how I'm treating him. Right, you're like I'd that's be like, mine. He deserves so much better yeah. than that. Be all in or get out. Really, Nestor? And Nestor would be like, "Well, you were never all in." And I really? would be like, "Fuck, he's right." So that's the Kelly Award goes to Nestor Cortez. By the way, yeah, great award. Thank you, Nestor Cortez Jr. Could I have you guys uh, just off the top of your heads? Guess yeah. his career minor league minor league ERA. So uh, that counts the lower levels and stuff. Uh, three sixteen. Four twenty. Yeah. Two <laughs> two five seven. <laughs> two five? What? Two five seven. Yeah. Two is Hoodie Glaber still in the office? He's a two nine eight in triple A, and that's over two hundred twenty innings. He's kind of a quadruple A player, which is what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah. also, he's twenty six years old. I'm not saying he's a prospect. I can't tell if Nestor Cortez Jr.'s player page is just starting or just ending, which is kind of what you're saying a little bit. Um, but the thing that popped into my head while you were doing that, it's not Kelly. Like, she's married now, and I'm happy for her. Friends. We don't talk. Um, <laughs> DVD giggle count. Uh for those people that were watching the Talkman updates online and getting jealous, if Nestor goes to another team and performs even a little bit, he was awful on the Mariners last year, like 15 ERA. <laughs> if Nestor went to another team and they started posting his highlights, we would be so pissy. Yeah. So pissy. Like, well, that's our slop time guy. Oh, N- Nestor had another 3.1 shutout, huh? Miss him. Missing me off, man. How long can he stay? Well, I mean, if let's o- play a game. O- uh, O'Day and Wilson come back. How about this? Wandy has an option. Is there any chance that Nestor Cortez could stay on the team and Wandy Peralta get sent down? What would your percent on it be? How many options does Nestor have? Oh, he has two. Okay. So we're fine. Nestor has two options? Yes. So he'd go down and Because when say. he got rule five, he never... Yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. So Nestor can ride the bus. Nestor's a part of this team. Yeah. For years. Let's go. Well, let's say, like, DFA him again. <laughs> Might need a 40 spot. Jimmy. I can direct you guys to, to KT Sharp's last tweet. Nestor Cortez has the lowest ERA and FIP among all Yankee pitchers this year. Whoops. ERA is 1.2, FIP's 1.96. 
And it's becoming kind of not a tiny sample. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yes, it is. Right. But he's pitched like double digit innings. It's funny. And we we've just we've had the conversation and we'll see what happens with injuries and everything else, but we've had the conversations a few times like Yankees don't have a true long reliever. Nestor kind of is. And he kind of like Nestor's going to be around. He could start, he can relieve like how many di- guys in MLB can do that right now? I don't know. Not a lot. Some. Like if you're should a good he, should it be an opener for King? It's an interesting question cuz if it happened, into trying it. If it happened, I'd be really excited. Not that it would work, but excited to see it. And like him and Nestor and King are kind of opposite, so I like the fit there. That'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Okay. Fayo killing it today. Nestor is to the point that he can have a bad outing, and I won't mind. You're right. Well, you'd just be like, "That's Nestor." Yeah, you know. That's kind of funny. That should be like a reliever metric. Have you earned a bad, a bad appearance? Because lasagna, lasagna. A bad one. He's like he's still got one or two in the bank, probably. Uh, spread Yankees out, fans. Spread out. Right. It can't be his next game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, judge, we didn't talk about Judge. Judgey. He was having a bad stretch, which really wasn't that bad. He just didn't hit a homer. It was pretty right. good. Now today he has a double and a homer, so I'm guessing like his last seven is going to look good. And you know what? Uh, like we were saying with that lineup juice right now, um, boy, if he could go into Boston and have a big series. and that's, I think I'll go to Boston. That's where we started this whole thing. And I think, A, fantastic hit by us. You're welcome. And then B, how many episodes have we made so far? Six nineteen. That's this episode. Uh, <laughs> whoever has a big weekend in Boston, we're about to love. You think this is in the top sixty episodes we've ever done? Ooh, because that would be a, a top ten percent episode. I don't think so, to be honest. I think there's a chance we've had some side convos. You know what? Average. I don't think it's top fifty. You don't think so? But you think there's a chance it's sixty? Chad Green's PPP from 2018. Right, that's one. That's up there. It's top five. We'll put that as one. Um, I think there's a chance. I mean, the juice has been... Maybe this is the best episode we ever had while wearing matching shirts. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Juices. The juices this season have been a little low. We're, we made the cut. And let's find out how we do on the first couple holes this weekend. Okay. Because if we're down 5 nothing in the third to Boston, nobody gives a shit about this series. Yeah, no. Not <laughs> at all. Not at Yet we win the first game and the Yankees are back and we're on fire. So, Judges 10 games leading into today. Are, the, the numbers are legitimately bad. He's earned a bad 10-game stretch. He's allowed to do Just that. Just the OPS is bad, right? Uh, I mean, he, he had one extra base hit in 10 games. Nine, what's, nine uh, for what's the average? Nine for 44, 50% strikeout rate. What's the average? 205. Okay. I think it's, it's, it's a slump. There's not an argument that it was good. Other guys, other guys' slumps are a lot worse. Guys go on a... What did I just say Glaber Other guys was. go on a slump in the, in the low ones. Glaber was in a 038 batting average. Two for 35. So that's so where 
Judge was still slumps a, a, a tick above on the slump scale. And so. his his game log, because we did this the other day, his game log was like Judge still did something in a lot of games, whether it's a walk or a single, which if that's your slump, that's good. Yeah. 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 Um, who are the probables? Who are we facing? Ooh, someone went to look during the game in Boston, didn't have theirs listed. I'll see Fangraphs. They always put it in, even if they don't know. Looks like Martin. Per- is it Martin Perez, Avaldi, and Erod? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. Ooh, Sunday. Sunday's a day game. They're not, there. They're not Sunday nighting us. Cole and Erod. About that. So it's Perez, Avaldi, Erod. That's what I'm seeing. Yankees are Herman, Montgomery, Garrett Cole. Okay. God. Perez just had a good outing against the Royals. How about that? After having some real bad outings. Know how guys in baseball can just brainwash you if you pay attention at the right time? Martin Perez had that one start against the Yankees. He looked nasty, and so I'll never feel like... We're gonna we're gonna hit Perez today. JBJ has me brainwashed. Mm. He's like the number one. Like that guy brainwashed me because like I'm I'm scared of it. I was scared of him every time. I like that. Can I do a fun activity before we hang up? Please. I want to look at the batting lineups for that Boston series and see if we think we're in a better spot. <laughs> okay. That was. Are we? We'll assume Geo is gonna play. Yeah. Okay. And Glaber, but he's in a bad spot right now. Right. Uh, DJ, Stanton, Judge, Geo, Glaber, Odor, Clint, Gary, Gardner. Uh, that's probably a lot of the same guys. You just you switch um, guys who are Voight good. for Odor, and, but now Gary's not batting eighth anymore. Yeah, Gary good now, Glaber not so much. The bottom two games... Um, both had Gittens in, mm. and yes. both had Andujar and Frazier and Gardner in. Baseball moves quick. Yeah. It's not that long ago. Gittens debut series seems like forever ago. Not It wasn't. I mean, that's not that long ago. It's no. the same month. It's crazy. Yeah. It should be uh, Gary behind the dish, Void at first, DJ at second, Glaber at short. Geo at third, Anduhar in left, slash Clint. I think Anduhar probably gets it t- tomorrow. Guardian center, judge and right. I think Anduhar gets it tomorrow. Judge Clint was one for ten this series, and he got majority of the starts. This one was 10, a big one. Two for ten? One of them was a big one. Did one for ten, two RBI, my bad. He had two missed plays today, too. Yeah. Yeah, gotten to the point where you're not even worth talking about anymore. Yeah. The misplay on the ground in live time. I watched the, the I watched the was, I watched the broadcast. Which one are you calling the misplay on the ground? The one the ball that rolled into the corner. Okay. When they scored, I watched the TV broadcast of that, and you can see how slow he was to the corner. But Scared. then you see the ball go around his glove, and then they cut back to the runner, so you don't see no that he actually thing. bobbled it a second time. Unless they showed a replay of it. I didn't. But see he that. slowed up, so it was like. 
the slowest ball that could possibly roll into his glove. Like he was standing he's still, waiting for it. Waiting for it. Yes, not char- And there's waiting. runners scoring, and he's waiting Guy for rounding. it. And then it went over his glove, and then he went to pick it up with his bare hand, and he missed that. Like in live time, it was like a guy fielding a ball in batting practice. Pineda. Yeah. Back alley at bats. Add. Yeah. The one he caught was actually the funniest. I want to see the chart of his feet. Mm-hmm. Took he, a route. He sn- snaked in left, right, left, right. He took a route. He might not be able to run straight. A lot of questions about that. <laughs> a lot of questions about that. Yeah. Uh, and the That's other one was 82% catch probability. Which makes sense, I think, because I think it's not like a can of corn. Yeah, I think Four out of five times, I think just five. about everyone else gets that. That was the time he could have done his dive thing. Someone <laughs> cracked me up on Twitter because they said they, uh, the wall. he, uh, he stutter-stepped to jump on a ball that he didn't need to, to jump for. Like, so he slowed down to jump, which makes his route slower, and then... Doesn't you? You're not you just there. keep running. It looked like he tried to do yesterday's outfield lesson of get to the wall, but he got to the wrong part of the wall. Like he literally went to the wall instead of the ball. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Till we get a trade, I don't think we're seeing great left field defense this year. Let's do a trade. Good for Higgy hitting the homer. We talked about that briefly. Yeah. Hot. That was a cool moment because everyone all day was pissy about the Gary stuff, and rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. it's like, <laughs> go get it, my dude. Tyler Wade is elite. Um, nice uh, K looking with the bases loaded there. Brandon gave up a run. He didn't look super sharp. Um, he gave up the homer, which when Britain does that, you're like. First homer since the whoa, 2019 ALCS. Oh, the ALCS, yeah. Which is wild. Shortened season still, but still wild. Um, All right. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in. Let's have a weekend, babe. See you tomorrow for the pregame show. Might be on Instagram. Go Yanks. Thumbgrams. Go Yankees.